Hey everyone, today we're here with Stoyan Angelov, who is the founder and CEO of Evedo. And Stoyan has a very interesting background. He is a serial entrepreneur who has finally found his focus with Evedo. But prior to starting Evedo, he's been a co-founder of several other startup ventures that include Start It Smart, InfoZone, Swipe, WSwipe, and he also hosts the Silicon Drinkabout in Sofia, Bulgaria. And that's just mentioning a few things. So Stoyan is a very busy guy. And uh, welcome to the show, Stoyan. So Stoyan, tell us uh, who you are and, and what you do. Thank you for the invitation, Paris. And uh, I'm really glad to be here and um, to share some thoughts, some experience, some ideas with you um, based on my experience, which is I can say a rich experience for a 34 year old guy. <laughs> I started my first business when I was 18. And um, until now, I had like more than 20 different ventures, uh, maybe more. And um, with your introduction, that you say that I'm a serial entrepreneur that finally found his focus, uh, I really feel like that because two years and a half when I started the project Avedo which uh, is a project that brings the innovations to the event and entertainment industry. Uh, for first time in my life, I focused in only one project and I exit from all the other stuff that I was doing. And uh, some of them are really valuable for me, some of them wasting my time. Uh, but yeah, I'm feeling really focused and determined. And um, Excellent. Yeah, that's, uh, Excellent. That's why we, why we are here, actually, because we're going to speak about uh, a lot of things also related with the project that I'm, I think it's the project of my life. Absolutely. Well, that's great that you found your focus and your, and your real calling. So let's dive into Evedo. I'm really curious as to how did you come up with the idea and the concept of Evedo? Please, please also let, uh, describe what is that concept. And in particular, I'd like to know how things have evolved, particularly in this year that has surely affected the events business. Yeah, it's, um, I will start with my background. Um, all my life, I was trying to follow my passions. And that's why um, I had two diff different directions on my businesses that I was doing. First, first passion that I have is like organizing events and uh, organizing people to come together and to exchange value and to have fun, have party, all this stuff. And uh, that's why in my background, I have event company. I was a co-owner of a different bars and discos in Sofia. Um, also, also have a rich background with organizing small meetups, big meetups, uh, conferences, this kind of stuff. And uh, I can say that I'm a professional with more than thousand events on my background uh, as organizer, uh, like from small 10 people event workshop to a, a big conference and big party that we're organizing with my event company. Mm. And uh, my second passion, uh, all my life, I was following the new technologies, new trends. I'm really, really, really open-minded for any kind of new technologies that are coming to our lives and they will change our lives with 200, <laughs> you know, and uh, I had a couple of uh, failed startups that I was part of as a co-founder and and um, and also as a uh, as a 
business development person or just advisor or uh, or a founder. And uh, I really know how to build a, a digital product. Mm. When these two things came to one place, <laughs> uh, two years and a half uh, and a little more now, uh, the idea for Evedo was born. And uh, I just mixed my uh, two passions and uh, the background that I have and the knowledge that I have. And I realized that the event industry that I know very well, mm, it's old school and there is a lack of innovations. There is so many weak points that could be uh, could be improved with uh, with a centralized technology, but also with a decentralized uh, part of the project. And uh, Evedo is a platform that brings all together. Uh, we have three products. Uh, the B2B marketplace, which is one of a kind, uh, unique product that we bring all together, event organizers, performers, any kind of venues, brands, rental companies, catering, uh, security, like all these businesses that they usually work together to organize event. We're bringing them all together on an online environment and we are opening the idea is that all the communication will be centralized in one place. And now usually the organizers are uh, doing phone calls, uh, spreadsheets, uh, notebooks, any kind of, of uh, the communication is is just not not centralized mm -hmm. and structured, and that this leads to a lot of mistakes, a lot of money will lose, and a lot of uh, like even a big failures are coming because of lack of communication somewhere. And we are solving this problem, and we are building this Amazon-like marketplace that uh, people are able to find each other and uh, they are sure that the person that they speak with or they contact uh, is the right person and uh, not somebody that is uh, just a reseller or um, commissioner. Okay. Our place, second product that is now fully functional is a ticketing website, Eventbrite-like. Uh, but even with more functionalities now. And uh, we have almost 1,000 events for the last uh, eight months during the pandemic, <laughs> most of them online events. Mm -hmm. And the third product is a webinar platform that we are developing, and we have some uh, uh, MVP Alpha Life now. Okay, so the first environment is for all of the organizers and the vendors of the events. The second is for the attendees, for the, for the exactly. public. And then the the third is uh, particularly for the webinar niche itself. Exactly. And help me understand this. Uh, how how is it that you have surged in the last say seven or eight months during this pandemic? The event industry has been crushed. At least that's my understanding. How is it that you have succeeded during these times with Evedo? Yeah. Let's uh, let's give an example. Even uh, even now tomorrow is Halloween. You know. Uh, every year we do um, a big party with uh, my event company, Fly Events, um, and with my partners there. And uh, even this time we decided, okay, because everything was okay until three weeks ago, and uh, we organized a big party uh, for 1,000 people in a tent outside location, uh, day party, night party, and uh, a few days ago we canceled it with uh, some 
loses, of course. And um, but we we've done this because this is the right thing to do on like increasing number, uh, uh, enormous increasing number of uh, cases of COVID, and uh, there is a restrictions from the uh, from the um, government and this kind of stuff. And we just cancel it. And uh, we have another one proof how you can lose money in the industry now <laughs> when you try to do something good. Uh, the industry is 100% affected, 100%. Maybe the traveling accommodation and uh, um, and the event industry are the three industries that are completely on the ground now. And um, even I can start with a story. Uh, in January, we were organizing, co-organizing um, a small event in Davos during the Davos uh, conference, um, World Economic Forum. Uh, with friends from Malta and from Ukraine, and uh, in Gen it was in the beginning of January. Like uh, it was amazing event in Davos, like every year, and um, we do some kind of private private events around the uh, the World Economic Forum, invite only, and um, nobody even know about what this coronavirus is. I just heard about it on Davos, and few weeks even. Uh, we sign a contract with our first event that we're going to sell tickets for um, Hong Kong Blockchain Week uh, through the platform. And they uh, we sign a contract in Davos uh, with the guy uh, because we met there after a big conversation before that. And a um, few weeks after that, we uh, they canceled the event and all the events that we were, uh, we were starting our ticketing platform with were canceled or postponed. And we were like, wow what we are doing now. Now, I think that this is a huge, huge thing that is coming here and we're going to lose all the clients that we plan to have. And then we sit with my team, amazing co-founding team of Evedo. Uh, we are four people and we say, okay, we have two options. First option is just to say like, that's it. We cannot do anything. But the second option that we choose is let's find the opportunities from this crisis and let's see which are our the our uh, good moves to do now in this really frustrating times and uh, we realized that because of the pandemic the online events are gonna explode and there will be so much more events and a lot of new organizers that are never organized online event before these people will need help and these people uh, will need a platform to do their RSVP, ticketing, uh, execution of their webinar, uh, ideas for how to structure and market their event, and uh, all these this things that uh, are usually completely new for the event organizers that are migrating to the online environment. And uh, okay. that's how we actually explode <laughs> uh, with uh, for our standards as a startup that just launched uh their product uh mm -hmm. we do very fast like 250 events uh for when when what it the big the biggest lockdown in march and april and uh we were 24 7 busy you know mm -hmm. and onboarding a lot of event organizers onboarding a lot of people that are and helping them to build their uh online event uh giving them mm -hmm. advice it's okay for this kind of event you can use uh zoom for this it's hangouts or for this is uh 
uh, Remo Conference or WebEx or um, and at the end we build relations and trust with people that are organizing events and now they they have we have some clients that are having like uh, five six ten events already um, great March great great Stoyan yeah. let's talk a little bit let's get a little bit deeper into the marketing aspect mm-hmm. of this. How do how do these customers, these vendors that you onboarded, how do they find Evedo? Did you do any did you do any paid marketing or what, how were you able to reach these people? Yeah, um, I can say that we have some kind of hybrid model for hybrid model for the moment uh, because we have a growing community um, which is a crypto community. Uh, we also have a decentralized part of the project, and we have. Uh, our token that's gonna serve the ecosystem and all this stuff. And uh, we have amazing crypto community that is helping us on a daily basis, giving us feedback for our products, bringing new partners and uh, uh, and uh, actually helping us to build the products that we are, we are having now. Mm, and we have some organic reach from people that believes in our project, know our project, uh, and they refer people that are organizing events. And this is kind of organic reach that we have from one, okay. from one hand. From other hand, we have um, we have built kind of affiliate network now with people that are um, with my profile. I mean, person from the event industry that knows a lot of people. And uh, it's, uh, it's easy to, to bring value to, to his contacts uh, when sure. he connects with uh, with a relevant product, and um, we have a growing network of affiliators now. There are like fifty affiliators, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna invest more in in to development of this affiliate network and uh, to bring more and more people that will have a chance to monetize their contacts, uh, bringing them uh, as a partners in Avedo. And uh, and the third part is now we are structuring uh, funnels for the different uh, for the different businesses that we want to approach, like uh, webinar organizers, festival organizers, uh, mm, vendors from the B two B like um, rental companies, uh, DJs. We've tried campaigns actually in, in some different countries with performance marketing campaigns, um, and. Uh, the good thing is now that they, there are no physical events and the people are staying home and they are looking for new opportunities. And uh, that's why this crisis actually helps us to grow faster. Gotcha. Do you do any marketing direct to the, to the attendees, to the event attendees on behalf of the event organizers? Do you work with them to do that? Yes. Uh, we also uh, are helping the event organizers to structure their marketing funnel and their marketing campaign. And uh, for those that are not very experienced on on the marketing side of how to market their event, what kind of campaign uh, they they can do on link uh, on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, some viral things that we are giving some ideas how to do kind of giveaway or uh, involve some influencer or um, person that is. Uh, like influencer in the niche that they're doing event, like we're helping with this. And uh, somewhere, um, sometimes it's, there, there's a really good result. Sometimes, uh, you know, as any other thing, there's A-B testing, you know, you need to try yeah. try to, to understand what, 
what the, you, yeah. Sure. Do you package that as a dedicated service and charge for that separately? Or is that just something that comes up <clears throat> for the as moment? included service with the platform? Yeah. Now we are structuring this as a separate service that will going to be a paid service. Uh, and organizers can order this and this and this uh, as a, as a paid service from from a battle. Uh, but for until now, we are validating this hypothesis with uh, it's it's not paid service. Of course, we get some money for this and this, but um, but it's not structured as a product. But the idea is that now we are structuring it uh, when we have the real uh, feedback from the business and where we can be more valuable and uh, we can really bring value to this organizer. Okay. Are there any particular types of events in certain industries or um, just generally categories of events where you've really seen the strongest growth in these last several months? Yeah, this is definitely uh, any kind of webinars. Uh, webinars, okay. Yeah, webinars that are with maybe capacity of 20, 50 people because bigger webinars are not so effective. Uh and when the attendees are more than 20 or 30 or 40, uh, it's too it's too noisy and uh, you cannot have the good networking element. Um, and actually, we, you go to a conference or or a meetup uh, or wherever like you go to event because, yeah, of course, you will get some insights, information, keynotes, some really cool information. But the people that you're gonna meet and you make some contacts for your business, and um, definitely uh, the small webinars. I mean, up to 50 people are uh, are the most, uh, um, I think, effective events. That's the sweet spot. About 50 people. Yeah. On a webinar. Yeah, it seems to me that webinars are exploding now. I've been attending more webinars. We finally got into webinar marketing ourselves at Hop Online. Mm-hmm. And, and we've seen a little bit of success with that. I want to ask you this question about events. Um, I've always thought that there are two major reasons that people attended events, live events in the past, professional events. Yeah. One is certainly for the content, to go and hear certain speakers and to, to learn things and to deepen your knowledge in your profession. And the second is networking, to meet people. Yeah. And I feel that this big movement from live in-person events over to virtual events, it can preserve the content benefits. I think people can still get great content like they could at live events, but now they're losing that networking effect. How do you replace that networking effect in your in your environment with Ivedo? Yeah, we're still working on that because the most important thing is that we realize that the week part of the online events is the networking part. And uh, yeah, because it's perfect. You see the speech from, from the comfort of your coach, you know, and uh, from your home. And that's even plus on some, on some way. But to go and meet the people, to drink a beer with someone, uh, to, to exchange some insights, information, to make a new friend, you know, this is almost impossible on an online environment. And um, this is something that we are thinking how to solve. And in the future developments of our webinar platform, for example, we are going to focus on the networking part of the, of the webinar. Um, and how can we bring this 
these people to have this uh, even 20% feeling that they're, uh, they didn't know each other and they, they met on the conference and now we need to spoil them, like to make them uh, speak more, to, to share some thoughts, to say cheers to each other, you know, like to, yeah. uh, to have this real, real connection. Um, I, I remember, I'm going to show you something here. I know that the audience is not going to be able to see this, but I'm going to show you a stack of business cards here. I yeah. you always come back from events with a stack of business cards, and then I'd, I'd be rifling through the business cards. I'd be connecting with people on LinkedIn, following up with people. But for me, this stack of business cards represents a big, big reason and a big part of the value that I would get from, exactly. from conferences and events. And I think that's the big challenge of moving it virtually is that I'm not going, I'm still going to get the knowledge, but I'm not going to have those contacts. I'm not going to meet those people and open up those different business development opportunities like I would if I was at a live event. And I think to me, that's one of the big challenges of the virtual event space now is to try to replicate that networking, that networking power that, that can be the event world. Absolutely. And I think that, uh, yeah, now the the people will start accepting more uh, the online environment, and they will try to find a way to solve this need. Uh, and this, you know, like uh, because this is a this we are social animals, <laughs> and uh, we cannot uh, we cannot stay isolated, and uh, we can if we don't have new friendships, if we don't have new connections. If we don't have uh, close touch with some people, uh, we are not humans, you know. And um, I think that on some way, with different products and projects, there will be a way to have this um, human experience on the online event. Uh, but I think that the future is not so. Of course, it's more and more online. But the offline and the hybrid, uh, the hybrid um, event that there is a physical event, uh, uh, even limited, but also uh, online event, and why not in a couple of years a VR events with uh, a real experience that you can you can experience more than just uh, speaking on the screen. Um, this will solve this need the people to to have the stack of the business cards and. Uh, to have something when you have experience with someone, not just a normal call, then you build a relation. And mm -hmm. uh, this is something that I think a lot of companies will focus now when we have the new reality. Uh, but I'm really positive that the offline events will come back with full force in, uh, mm -hmm. in a couple of years. I think so too, for the reasons that you pointed out. People still there's a there's a basic human need for people to get together and and just have some fun together. And I wonder that now that the content it seems that the content is actually better to be delivered through virtual environments. It's just more efficient. People are it's much more accessible to a lot more people just to deliver the content of an event through virtual channels. And I think that the event space of the future is going to be much more skewed towards the social and the networking aspect. Even things like meetups, I think, are going to become really popular again, where you might not merge the two the two components of both the content and the social and networking aspects together into a single event, but rather you you still continue delivering the content virtually, 
you have people consume that content ahead of a live event. And then you get together in a live event to actually just share ideas around that content and meet people and make connections. And I think there's going to be much more emphasis on that where you're not just trying to necessarily blend the networking and the content together. I think that is what the event industry will look like in, in three to five years time. Here I can I can give an example with uh, events that uh, I'm organizing since seven years uh, here in Sofia. Uh, they are uh, the name is Silicon Drink about Sofia, and it's a part of a global uh, global chain of uh, every Friday meetups with more than mm -hmm. 21 countries uh, around the world now. Um, but um, like it was. More than five years, it was like every Friday meetup after work, uh, where we bring all together startups, people from the startup ecosystem, uh, investors, VCs, like any kind of people that are like-minded. Uh, and uh, and we have a Facebook group with almost 4,000 people, organically growth group that is from people that are coming to these events. And um, we had some, some break, like one year, um, on 2018 and before the pandemic we start doing these events again one time per month and the people were like wow there was like hundreds 200 people on these events and even a few weeks ago we had our last event with more than 200 people and the people were hungry for meet other human beings you know it was like uh i can really see it on the eyes of the people like they they need uh, to speak with people, to say cheers to someone, like to to, to hear the the voice of the glasses when they say cheers. <laughs> that's yeah. That's um, that gives me a lot of positive thoughts about what will happen in the next years. And uh, of course, I think that all this thing that is happening will give us the idea how to optimize our experience, like when we want to bring knowledge to ourselves. And when we go go to network uh, mm -hmm. and to make a network, and, right? Uh, yeah, these, these two things may may not be coupled together in the future as they have been in the past, and that's going to be very interesting. I think it's yeah. going to be very interesting. So, Stoyan, let's let's make a pivot now because we have a few minutes left, and I want to ask a few maybe a little bit more personal questions uh, about about you. Um. Can you just give me some any personal facts about yourself, like any any hobbies or anything family related? What uh, are you into? Yeah, I have a lovely girlfriend that I that I live with uh, for the last year and a half, and um, you know I'm I'm always trying to to see that and to say that uh, you can have a personal life and also to grow your business. And I, I think my concept is that you need to go in in balance because if you only do one, like if you only do work, 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 you're going to burn out and uh, and you will not be effective. Uh, the, the long game is, is not to burn out in two years. And um, I'm always trying and I'm very thankful to my girlfriend that uh, she understands why I'm doing calls at 2 a.m. <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, that's really important to have this for me uh, to have this balance in life. But also, when we when we uh, speak about hobbies, like I really love to go outside, meet friends, to go to um, to a club one time per week. Uh, of course, with some cool crew and people that uh, we work together or we have fun, you know. 
but at the same time, every day I have some routine, daily routine that I'm doing some sport and I'm trying to feel good on my body. <laughs> and um, really, every day I'm trying to improve my balance and uh, uh, not to to focus only on the work or only on the on the personal life or only on the fun and party and uh, traveling. Uh, the traveling is almost zero this year. <laughs> but, Same here. Yeah. Okay. Two more questions, Stoyan. One is, what keeps you up at night? Mm. <laughs> at night and in the morning and all the time. Or in the wee hours of the morning, maybe. I'm like, all the time, I have some personal drive. Uh, and some personal goals that uh, I have in my mind and uh, and I'm trying to really uh, deliver these promises that I give to myself. And uh, when everything that I'm doing is in harmony with what I am and um, what I want to achieve, then I'm more than all the time, I'm more than motivated to do to send another one email to make another one call to uh, to structure uh, the new idea that I just finished here about the, uh, the event that we're doing uh, and that keeps me because and also I know that all the people that I work with in the inner circle are people that I love to spend my time with and uh, when I when I do something that these people will motivate more and uh, they will see that we are doing something great together. That's, I can, maybe I can do 20, uh, 24, 88 hours and uh, etc. before I go to sleep, you know. Great stuff. Yeah. That, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way. The other follow-up question to that might, might be a similar answer, which is what gets you out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, what, what makes you want to respond to the alarm clock? Yeah, um, the same answer, man. I mm -hmm. really like. You know, if I can give some tip, uh, I have. Uh, I I love to use the papers uh, and to put some thoughts there uh, on the on the white uh, on the white uh, paper and. Um, when I have structured like the week and the day, like with the main goals that I have for this day or for this week, like I don't have, I'm not, I don't have a patient to, 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 to get early in the morning or uh, if I had a, a big night session, like until five in the morning, yes, I'm sleeping until 12. <laughs> but, um, but uh, when I have it structured, I can visualize more what I want to achieve this week and uh, I can't wait to do it. <laughs> and that's why I'm okay. Today I need to do this and this and this and this. And when I'm structured, I'm more motivated to, because I have the clear picture of what I need to do. And the only thing that I need to do is to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's Excellent. maybe Excellent. a valuable. And if I can give advice to someone is just structure a little more the, the things that you you need to do today and for the week or why not for the month and uh, it will be easier to to go through these tasks <laughs> great excellent Stoyan. well thanks thanks again for 
for having this chat with me. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure the audience will also. Tell everybody out there where they can reach you and where they can find Ivedo. Thank you again, Paris. Uh, it was a pleasure for me too. For everyone, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Stoyan Angelov, Twitter, Stoyan Angelov, Telegram, Stoyan Angelov, uh, on the website, www.evedo.co. Uh, um, you can find everything about the project, our products and everything. We are everywhere. We have a community on Telegram, which is 24-7 active. Uh, it's called evedo.co. Um, it's, uh, you can find it on the website. And uh, I'm always uh, open to speak with people that are, that are just interested on, to understand more what we are doing or just for advice for something uh, during my uh, career, let's say. Uh, I, I help to a lot of startups, uh, a lot of people that are wondering what to, what to do, like they want to start something. Uh, I'm always open to help the, the community and people from the community to, um, to help them with uh, some basic ideas what to do. And, uh, Great. Yeah. Great. Well, everyone, please, please link up with Stoyan. You can find him on LinkedIn or all those other places. Check out Evedo. It seems like a really promising platform. Best of luck to you, Stoyan. It looks like you're off to a great start, and it's been a surprisingly great year for you. So all the best to you in, in the future with Evedo. Thank you, Paris. Thank you for, uh, for this invitation again. And it was a really valuable conversation for me, too. And uh, goodbye to everyone and uh, subscribe for, for uh, the Paris podcast and all the great stuff that they're doing. Thanks. Thanks for the plug. Okay. Thanks, Toyan. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.